not seen that. And that's all we have time for today. I want to thank John for joining huh? us uh, and finally watching Memento. And also Gaz, cheers no, for helping no out, mate. Good I pod. think that was a really good discussion. Bye. See you on the next one. No. Hello, everybody. I just did a memento on you, a memento-style <laughs> opening to this podcast uh, by, of course, starting with the end. And in honour of this great film, we are actually going to run this entire How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That episode from back to front. <laughs> so it's a complete shake-up for you guys. Oh, okay? Shit. Here we go. Quiz time. Yeah. Well, it probably will be. But I'll, well, I'll, you know, you know zero, zero out of six, pretty shameful, but... You know, I need to watch the film again. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, imagine now we're in black and white and we're just sort of giving you a bit of a story. So I'm joined by uh, John. You heard his lovely voice mm. there. Uh, how you doing, mate? Yeah, good, mate. You've not... Good. You've not... Yeah. Go on. I mean, you've yeah. just asked me how I'm doing and now you're <laughs> just asking me already. Jesus Christ. Or have I been going on for 15 minutes? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, you're a goldfish. Yep. You, don't, you don't remember these things, but... I was just going to say, you haven't seen Memento, mm. had you? Now you have. Well, have I? You know, don't yeah. get, don't give me your thoughts because that I've actually happens any. at the end. All right, but yeah, he's got some photos <laughs> here. One Gaz naked. Do not trust him. Yeah, it says do not trust the size. <laughs> all right, I'm just. Yeah, this is a lie. <laughs> um, and the man in that Polaroid, Gareth, how are you doing? Very well, mate. Um, I've got. I might be a little bit preoccupied throughout this pod. I apologise. Um, yeah. Got... Uh, Polaroid again. You're looking at yourself. Got another yeah, pod going on. taking photos. <laughs> just taking some photos. Um, now I've got, got my little got a little baby here with me, haven't I? So she might be making a guest appearance at some point. Um, probably mm-hmm. making... Talks more sense than you, more really. More sense than us. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Be yeah, into it. Well done. Well, hello and welcome to Fan Critical Juniors, uh, which will be starting <laughs> up in six to seven years. But this is the pilot yeah. project. Um, but yeah, anyway, enough of this. It's time to jump into the quiz. <laughs> this is going to be so <laughs> annoying, isn't Ooh. it? Like, if you're listening to this and you're just going to be like, have I just skipped forward here? What's going on? What is going on? <laughs> I reckon we should actually talk backwards and then you can listen to this in in rewind. So, you can't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, John, as is tradition here at the uh, in the How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That episodes, mm -hmm. I will be posing uh, six questions to you uh, centered around this film. Now, right. this film is quite special because there are lots of lots of things that you can take in visually watching this film. Lots of numbers, lots of uh, places, people. It's very interesting. I'm fascinated to see how you're going to do on this quiz. Well, and yeah. the, the benefit... Yeah, the thing is, you were totally expecting this to be at least in 45 minutes time it's happening right now so i'm very excited to uh really put you under some pressure no one has ever failed the quiz you must get three correct to not have to watch the film again um you know that's just, no one has ever failed serious stuff i'm gonna yet. watch it again anyway i'm gonna start <laughs> this is ridiculously uh, in, unfair in, in, this is ridiculously unfair yeah. because honestly <laughs> i can't even remember the, like the names of the characters so normally you get a 45 minute refresher question number one the quiz the name of the main character <laughs> is genuinely wouldn't even get it teddy uh no okay right let's play some music
question number one. What is the name of the desk clerk at the hotel at which Leonard is staying? I mean, this should be multiple choice, really, shouldn't it? <laughs> um, no. <clears throat> what's the name of the desk clerk? Does it start with desk or clerk? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, fucking hell. I mean, look, I know the actor was in Batman Begins, so he went on to work he with was. Christopher he Nolan. He was. A little... Tra- a little he did. Little teaser there for you know, a little Easter egg. No bonus points. So a little bonus <laughs> yeah. point there. Um, <laughs> that was the real quiz. Henry. Henry. I'm sorry. It was Bert. <laughs> His name was Bert. Not even close. Fucking <laughs> hell. This is going to go badly. Okay, not... okay. Question number two. What is Teddy's middle name? <laughs> he doesn't even know Teddy's first name. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what's going on here? Uh, are we talking about his real middle name? Because obviously he makes it all up, doesn't he? Um, this is actually an excellent question. It's an excellent question. Yeah, and it, it's in several key shots. It's on his driver's license. What is Teddy's middle John, name? What is what is what is Teddy's middle name? What is Teddy's middle name? John John, John. C C is, begins with C. What right? is Teddy's? What is Teddy's middle name? <laughs> what is no, Teddy's stop. middle Shut up. name? I'm just asking you the question. I'm just as co no. quiz master. What is Teddy's? No. Shut up! Name? No. <laughs> All right. Don't like it because you know now I'm going to guess based on that, and I don't want to. It doesn't well, even d- sound right to me anyway. Uh, it really doesn't. Go with your gut, then. I'm just saying. Oh, I haven't got Teddy's any other answers. Middle name. <laughs> Edward. <laughs> Correct. Yay! Well done. There you go. I bloody knew well it. Done, I knew it all along. Oh, is it? What's his full one. name? I thought it was Richard. Uh, James Edward Gamel. So, yep. Um, well done, John. Um, here you go. Next question. Where does Natalie work? Where does Natalie work? Oh, John, where does bar, Natalie <laughs> work? Edward. <laughs> Um, oh, so what is the name of this fucking bar? Uh, Edward's Bar. Uh, what is it? Teddy's. Um, just, just thinking. <laughs> just thinking of bar names. Really? Just thinking of bar See? names, like the red, the red cow. Um, <laughs> what, the? Uh, what is it called? Nah, I'm, I'm not, not going to guess it. <laughs> yeah, go on. <clears throat> um, it's Ferdy's Bar. Ferdy's Bar. Oh, God. You're in a bit really? of trouble there, John. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I said Chris, I'd get zero out of six, so, and I would have done without that Teddy clue. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. You should get this one. How did Leonard's wife die? Uh, in Insulin shots. Overdose. Correct. That's correct. Yes, well done. He's back in the game. Um, he's back in the game. You just need to get one more right. Uh, unfortunately for you, the last two questions are quite difficult, so I'm mm. going to throw one in that's a bit easier. No, 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 no. Get it. no. No, 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 no. <clears throat> they're all as okay. the, they're only as difficult as the brain that teaches. Yeah? So hold on. You only, you only need one out of these two, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, John. What are the last three characters uh, of Teddy's car license plate Ooh. Uh, it said a lot in the film 
think a couple of the letters are like I and U. But oh, how the license plates work? I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't drive. So you know, <laughs> I know, I know how postcodes work. Um, I don't know, like S I U or some shit. It's seven I U, so close. Oh, oh that's God. that is bollocks, um, isn't it? See, if I knew it was a number, I'd have. That's so, that that's, is that is heartbreak. That that is heartbreak. <laughs> I'm, I'm Let's do this quiz again in fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow he's got worse. Okay. He's got a worse score. <laughs> uh, fi- final question is: Who should you always remember? Who should you always remember? Is that a question? <laughs> yes. <he's... laughs> Lenny has a tattoo on his hand that says remember and then Oh for what else fuck's does it say? Sake. Yes, I mean this... if you can't get that, you didn't even watch the fucking film, oh, to be honest with you. Fucking hell. It says remember Kaiser Sozo. <laughs> <Yeah. No. laughs> I, ge- I genuinely like Yeah, the moron that keeps picking up the fucking the triangle and getting himself electrocuted. <laughs> Uh, what is his name? <laughs> Fucking hell! Did did you even watch this film? This is insane. Is he's now? I should I should know this, but again, like so. I was, all right, I'll I'll level with you. Twenty minutes ago, I was in the shower, yeah. and I was like, his yeah. name's going to come up. So, but I know it's going to come up in the discussion that we have during this podcast. So you yeah. fucked me severely. Yeah. yeah so I clearly true. would have that clearly would that have come is up. True. That is true. Um, so, yeah. John, you've just this got is to totally unfair. Remember, totally you unfair. To, you have to remember someone specific. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man, honestly, I, I, I've no clue here. I'd, I'd just be going with something Sam, like Sammy one Frankie name something. That you should I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I don't know. Okay, so Sammy is Sammy is one. Uh, no, I, I I can't remember. It's uh, Sammy Jenkins or whatever his name Jenkins, is. Jenkins. Jenkins, yeah. Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah. Both of... Ne- Len Jankis. didn't even get this one right. <laughs> oh, sorry, I wrote, wrote in my notes. Jenkins, <laughs> Jenkins. Sammy Jenkins. But, um, John, unfortunately, that means you're the first person in How the Fuck Have You Not Seen no, but, That History... Yeah, but this is bollocks. ...to because, fail the quiz. No, but, you've, <laughs> but I've also... I'm also the first person to have to do the quiz at the beginning. It's absolute bollocks. You are? Well, yeah. you are. Well, you wait until your one, mate. Uh, Don't worry about it. Jokes are getting zero Len's, Len's going to edit this and put the quiz at the end, and then you'll sound like a right bell end. Well, yeah, now, now no, I'm going to uh, rip this film to shreds, which will upset you. So let's, let's crack no, on. No, with it. no, no. No, I'm just going to be honest, John. I actually even gave you the easy Sammy question at the end. I had a harder one, which I threw away. Go on, then ask I, me I the harder I'll one. Give him the... Okay. What is Teddy's phone number? Oh, what sort of. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Fucking hell. In the Portuguese edit of the film you've not seen. Fucking go away. <laughs> Honestly. Okay, okay. Eight. Oh Fuck my God. me. I'll guess no, your okay, phone John, number then. Let me just get your phone number we'll, up here. <laughs> we'll say that we'll put an asterisk next to it. So you know it's like on Top Gear whenever we used to watch that as kids. When someone did the, 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 the track in the wet they always put a little asterisk next to it and said, oh, he did the race track. That's why he got shit score. We'll put, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll put an asterisk next to this and say, but he had to do the <laughs> quiz first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Joke. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that was funny. a very amusing start, if anything. Or end. Um, so we move. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we move on 
to favourite performances. <laughs> oh, can we just get on with doing this properly, please? <laughs> no. Uh, so we move on to favourite favorite performances. Is it now, John, go on. Sammy, for you, is he a standout with his little triangles getting electrocuted all the time? Or? Yeah, he's good, isn't he? He's good. Um, uh, favourite performances. I mean, look, Guy Pearce is, is good, isn't he? He's very good in this. Yeah. Um, I think so. Oh, you have seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I've just Googled it now. Um, so Guy Pierce is one. And uh, Trinity's in it, isn't she? Carrie yeah. Ann Moss. Yeah, she is. She is. Yeah. yeah. Keanu yeah. Reeves? <laughs> no, unfortunately um, not. No. Lawrence okay, Fishburne. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he's good, isn't he? Um, I mean, did he really kick on after this, Guy Pierce? Like, I feel like he should be... Um, I think he should be bigger than he is. He's Australian, you know? isn't he? Think, there's a there's a limit yeah. to how big you can be. Oh, well, he was so he was Gibson. floating around at a time with Mel Gibson and Russell Crowe, so you know it was a bit of a, uh, an Australian scrap Actually, to see who could come out on top. Interesting little bit of trivia: he was born in Ely oh. in Cambridgeshire, which is where I was born. Oh yeah, there well, you go. Well, he's done better than you then. And, you know. Well, yeah, 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 he's done way better. How many <laughs> kids has he got? One actually. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got no memory, so jokes yeah. on him. Good. Um, no, I think Guy Pearce is, is is actually very good in this film. There, there is something. It must have been such an interesting film to shoot because everything is so short. Every scene is so short that it kind of just he has to reset himself mentally every time. I think it must have been a pretty tough brief to get right and stay consistent and to actually have a character that feels consistent across all of his little vignettes. And that's what they are. They're all little vignettes. Um, and I, I think he did a fantastic job actually. And, you know, I can't, what else has Guy Pierce been in that's been better than like performance wise than this? Uh, you know, LA Confidential is, is good. Yes. Yes. We liked him in LA Confidential because he was very good in that. Okay. Yes. That was before point, this, Gareth. though. LA Confidential. It yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting, interesting. So that he's like, interesting, you know, it? like he he's the lead in this. Like, how many other, like, big films has he been the lead in after this? Because mm. he's been that in films, is... like, he's in The King's Speech, he's in Prometheus, yep. but it's like... Yep, yep. It's, yeah, it's just a bit of a weird one. Like, I mean, comparatively to someone like Russell Crowe, I mean, Jesus, he was, at this time, he was doing Gladiator and oh my God. Beautiful Mind. And... Beautiful Mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, very true. Very good point. I mean, other, otherwise than that, and I mean, we can talk about Teddy um, a little bit as a character. He's fucking annoying and he just keeps popping up all the time, which is kind <laughs> of, I guess, what you want from his character. Do you think he's um, annoying? I... Oh, grinds my gears big time. I think he's yeah. really good. I really, really like him. But Oh, he's great, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like he need you. You want him to get a little punch in the face, don't you? But he's um, he's 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 great. He's a cracking character. Um, sort of, he's the sort of um the bedrock of the film in a lot of ways because it's almost like this is the guy who's who's running things behind the scenes. He's he's yeah he's he's like he's integral, isn't he? He's he's crucial, and mm. he's, he's very well acted. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's Slimy good cop Teddy. Slimy cop Teddy, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he's slimy and everything, thing. isn't he? Like Matrix a year before this is Cipher. Yes, 
Oh, so this cipher. is that's this, true. That is true. Yeah. God damn you, cipher. This is the Matrix. Yeah. I thought. That, yeah, it Maybe. is, isn't it? That's um, what we're talking about. And then he's and then he's in <laughs> Sopranos after this as a slimy character. Yes. In that. Even worse. Oh my god. Much worse. Even worse. Yeah. Way worse. Yeah. 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 I hate his character in Sopranos so much. Like, yeah. oh, what a dickhead. Yeah. Um, I also hate Tony's sister in the Sopranos. So whichever way. Janice. Yeah. Just. Yep. Janice, oh my god! Anyway, enough of this. That's for our Sopranos podcast, which me and John are going to set up uh, ten years too late. Yeah. Um, so yes, okay. Well, performance-wise, there's not much more to dig into, boys. It's time to go on to favourite scenes, uh, and this would have helped John in the quiz, but obviously that's already happened. Um, John, kick us off. What's your what, what scene really captured your imagination with this film? I know it's difficult because they're all so short. Um. And it's so fractured that it might be difficult to choose one here. Yeah. Know? Okay. So, I mean, in this what this is why we shouldn't have done the podcast in this order, because actually, I th- I think I would score this film a lot lower than you think I would. Um, Save it. Because because I think <laughs> I'm just saying, but artistically, I think yeah. the film is better than it is in terms of entertaining to watch for me at least. I, I'll be honest, I couldn't wait until it was over. But anyway, like, you know, we'll, we'll get on to that. <laughs> um, I, the, the one, uh, I love, I love his commentary throughout the film. He's like, yes. he's very, he's very, he's very smooth. Uh, particularly the bit where he's running and he's like, right, okay, so what's going on? What's going on here? Uh, and then he sees the guy and he's like, all oh, right, yeah, I'm chasing this guy. And then the oh, guy no, turns on him and he's like, oh, <laughs> no. I'm actually running away from this guy. Um, yeah. And he's he's been fired at. I thought it was hilarious. Um, every time that he's giving him, he's giving that like narration of kind of what he's actually thinking works really well. Um, I think uh, uh, when he's, so the black and white scenes that uh, that run like in, in kind of linear um, structure, um I, th- I thought they were really good. Just him talking on the phone, him telling that story. I thought he was great. I, re- I really loved it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you're right. It's, it's very difficult to go, yeah, this scene was great because it's, I mean, it's all over the place, isn't it, as, as a film? But 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 as I say, I, th- I think he carries he carries a lot of it. Um, and I guess if you're, if you're a leading actor um, uh, looking for a starring role, I mean, this is a film that kind of affords him to do kind of whatever he wants, really. So, uh, yeah, I think they're they're probably my favourite bits. Him kind of just giving the audience a view as to what he's actually thinking at the time. It was good. Yep. Yeah, he's a very um, charismatic person, considering he has this terrible affliction where he can't remember anything. Like, there's something very disarming about the way in which he talks to the audience, but also talks to the rest of the characters. I was going to say, like, he's even so disarming that uh, Natalie, uh, Trinity from Matrix, um, even though, though she pretty much knows that he killed her boyfriend, he is so disarming that he, she, like, takes him in and cares for him, in a way, which is a baffling sort of um, situation. Uh, it doesn't really that's make how a lot much... of sense. Mm. What do it's you mean? Good. Well, 
It's kind of like when he first turns up, she's kind of like, yep. what's going on here? Jimmy? Yeah. yeah. And, and then yeah. she she knows it's his suit. She knows it's Jimmy's suit. She knows it's Jimmy's car. Okay, yeah. Um, that's the reaction, isn't it? You'd be like, what's going on here? Like, Yeah. 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 How, yeah. how much of yeah. a... Yeah, it's baffling. But again, it's... How much like, of a relationship cares. did she have with this cat, with this drug dealer? That's the thing that you don't really get a sense of. Um, maybe she was in it for the money. Maybe, who knows? Even but still, you'd be like, what the fuck are you driving this car on? <laughs> Why have you got your suit on? <laughs> does she, does um, she need yeah. to be in it? Like, as a character? Um, I, I think she adds a different perspective to how people... Because she uses him as well. Like, so, the oh, thing yeah. about... The thing that's fascinating about this film is, um, you know, I actually really like... Uh, the reveal at the end, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but which is actually at the start. But the thing that's funny about this film is like every he, Lenny uses himself to not feel guilt about what he has done, but also all the characters around him use him for their own personal gain. So Teddy uses uh, Lenny to hunt down other John G's and make money. Um, and Natalie uses, um, Lenny to uh, get Dodd out of the picture uh, and get these other pressures that are on her life, especially that you know scene where she makes him beat her up, which is I think one of the best scenes. Like he, he she, she goads him into beating her up, goes outside, waits a minute, waits a minute, takes all the pens out of the house so he can't write it down, and then comes back in the house and goes, "What's what's happened here?" And she's like, "Dodd, Dodd happened." It's like, well, no, actually, you just beat her up, but you can't remember that. So she uses him to to an effect as well. And it's just sort of, she cares about him in a way, which feels really weird uh, that she uses him like that. But it's just a different person using him um, that isn't Teddy, basically, which I thought was quite interesting. So I, I do think she needs to be there. I, th- I think there does need to be sort of a kinder foil for him in this film. Otherwise, it just sort of would drift, I think, into... A, a much shorter and less less emotional piece because he does have a nice moment where he discusses uh, his wife uh, with her, which I think is quite quite good because you don't really get those moments. They're few and far between because everything's so short that when he actually does open up to someone about his wife, it is her. So it's we get this bit of backstory about what's going on. Mm. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I liked it and to just to move on to the reveal which i think is a so no this is christopher nolan's first big film really um and written by jonathan his his brother who you know uh has also been with him for all of his career pretty much helping him out uh, writing <laughs> it's together his brother. uh it's his brother um they met the um, in the family home <laughs> yeah so throughout the whole film you're led to believe that uh sammy this story about sammy uh, Jenkins is basically the the fact that you know he, yeah that he that he overdosed his wife with insulin because his wife couldn't live with him in this condition so thought he must be putting it on he's faking it like I said I'll keep testing him with this insulin injection ODs right <laughs> and then you get this amazing reveal that it's actually you know it's got kind of Shutter Island vibes to it. It's got kind of that sort of subversion of character where he's selectively remembered certain things. Like she, the, the assault did happen. He did lose his memory. Uh, Lenny we're talking about now. But 
he omitted the details that it was actually him that was uh, giving the insulin injections to his wife after the fact, after his condition, because she couldn't live with it. And the reveal of how it's done throughout the film with these sort of flash frames, little, you know, piecing different stories together of what his his Sammy memories and stories and his actual memories, I felt was kind of you seeing uh, a very unpolished Nolan. Like you see this ending in, say, Inception, flash forward 15 years or 12 years or whatever, you see this ending in Inception in a much more cinematic and sort of beautiful, beautifully emotive way, right? Like he has this this way of using time and using memory um, very beautifully later on in his films, in a lot of his films, whether it's Interstellar, whether it's Inception. um, and, And you can see it here. You see the sort of seed being planted and then it's sort of as he becomes a much more competent director and a much more confident director, you sort of see, you guys see that, right? You yeah, see the true. sort of this is like a, this is almost like a kind of black and white drawing of his idea, which yeah, over 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 years he he adds color to, and um, uh, and you're right, yeah, it's um, it it's a much more, uh, like. It's a it's a much more basic film in terms of its structure and and the the additions to it and it's got it's got a really good really interesting kind of foundation. Um, obviously, we're not we're not going to go into scores yet. That comes later, obviously. Um, but it's it's you're right. It's it's just got it's got the same skeleton of an idea that he is repackaged in sort of creative ways throughout his career um and it's interesting like i i think um oh <laughs> sorry my four week old disagrees with this analysis she's uh, she's not happy about it at all um watching this film now it feels like it has dated a bit um and i don't know whether that's because i've since seen nolan doing this basic idea in other guises, in in better, more stylish ways, whether that's maybe why it feels slightly dated these days. Um, mm. I don't know. Well, it does. I mean, you know, you look at it and look at the visual, just the stunning visuals, and the, uh, he takes us to other galaxies, you know, and <laughs> sell and, and sell sells this story of family and memory and uh, and, and you know that those elements and he takes us to your dreams and you know builds this beautiful and the english relationship (laughs) and the english channel and he builds these amazing relationships and stuff and you kind of feel like in this film the relationship with his wife is obviously so important it's the driving thing behind his mission and i say mission in uh quotation marks because obviously he's fabricated this mission um and keeps fabricating this mission to give himself purpose, um, which is a fascinating sort of thing. But, you know, you can just see, like, Gaz, you did say this is very basic. It is basic. Um, but it's it's the beginning of, like, one of the best modern-day directors that we have, arguably. Um, and, and I think you you see him expand upon this later on but that that reveal you know at the end of the film which is actually the beginning of the film where he's having this 
probably the longest scene in the film, uh, John, where he's talking to um, Teddy after he's he's killed Jimmy, you know, the drug dealer. Um, that would you say that's your favourite? Is the payoff? Uh, it's the no. I mean, I've already told you what my favourite scene is. Or yeah. have you forgotten yeah. now? What's going on here? Honestly, fucking <laughs> yeah. hell. Um, now, what what I was going to say, just just to uh, to jump yeah, on the on. Uh, the point of it feeling dated. Um, I mean, it 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 feels like a nineties film. Like uh, you know, the, the the grainy shots. It's kind of a reminder of what what kind of how films used to look, I guess. Um, but I, I tell you, no more is it. Uh, no, no, the biggest signifier of it being dated is throughout this whole film, I'm looking at him going, what's he wearing, man? Like, but there's, <laughs> GTA Vice City outfit. Yeah, but then there's one bit where he, he puts on that, he puts on Carrie Ann Moss's, Natalie's shirt. And it's very tight fitting. He puts it on. I'm like, oh, he, he looks pretty good now. And it's like, no, that's my shirt. And it's like, right, okay. And then he puts on that fucking baggy blue shirt. I'm like, so so there you go. So that that will tell you it's dated. He was wearing women's tight fitting clothes and he actually looked quite cool. Um, he's got such a weird look in this film. His hair is terrible, isn't it? What's he doing? It is. Um he has got a weird look, mainly because the tattoos are, I think are such an, a fascinating visual and, and a quite a stunning visual. You know, like yeah, he's weird. He's very, <laughs> yeah. The hair. He's he's actually in kind. He's actually in kind of really good shape. He's in good nick in this film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, fine. But his then you've not. got all all. What's going on with the hair? <laughs> yeah, it really annoys but, me. It like it, it looks like. Uh, so I guess um, uh, what's the film with Tom Cruise and. Um, where he's the hitman and he's in the cab with Jamie Foxx. Uh, collateral, collateral. Yeah. So Tom Cruise's look in that film destroys all of it because it's like, what's he wearing here? Like, why has he got this hair? <laughs> and it's a bit like this. <laughs> like, again, it's it's dated. But at least when you watch some of these like mid nineties films and everyone's got black slick hair and it's like, okay, that's acceptable. When was it acceptable to have the hair that he has in this film? That'd be the first thing I'd pick up. I'm like, what's going on here? Honestly, it's terrible. It really puts me off. Um, was that not, was that yeah, not anyway. a thing in the early 2000s? The Guy Pierce. The Guy Pierce, please. Hello, I'll have a Guy Pierce. Yeah, I'll have, the, I'll, I'll have a Piercy. Sorry, what? <laughs> I'll have a Piercing. Yeah. Those, those were definitely in. Um, oh, you're taking a Pierce. Get out of it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> another guy um, um, <laughs> just a, another point important point um oh. that you sort of touched upon <laughs> a little bit uh no um that wasn't one uh, you sort of touched upon it len but the <clears throat> relationship with a protagonist and their dead wife is a key feature of this film and inception as well um and and but how much better is it done in Inception? Exactly. Uh, and that that's a testament to the way that film is obviously built, the scale, the budget, the, you know, the storytelling. Like, you can just see everything get more refined throughout his, you know, it's 10 years after this. So I think it's maybe 12 years after. Ten. Maybe it's 12 years is after it, this. Is, uh, it, is it because... Um, yeah, it's like 2008, isn't it, Inception? And 2010, this is what, 2000? Inception. So oh, 10 years later than this. Okay, cool. 
Um, is it because uh, his wife just isn't really a character? Like she's not exactly. Yeah, you know, she's not written for the film. Um, so it's kind of like, and and I guess that. But that's the irony, isn't it? Because you know you, you're following the lead actor, and he tells you the only thing that he can really remember is his wife, and that's the one thing that you don't really get any inf- any information on. Yeah. So, yeah. um. Yeah, you, uh, she's fairly weak in this, and not to be too brutal. Um, <laughs> so I was when I was watching this with uh, with Michelle. Oh God, here we go. She was like, "I thought we'd have a better looking wife. I thought they'd cast yeah, a better yeah. looking wife." I knew you'd say that. Fair. I knew you'd say that, and I knew you'd blame. Sexist I knew pig. you'd blame Shell as well. Well, she did say it. So yeah. I'm not did not, not not calling yeah. her ugly by any means, but she just looked fairly normal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I, I take that on board. I take Shell's opinion on board there. Definitely hers. Um, definitely not yours. Uh, definitely hers. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about what Rotten Tomatoes has to say about this film. Uh, Christopher Nolan skillfully guides the audience through Memento's fractured narrative, seeping his film in existential dread. Uh, hazard a guess on the score from the critics, please. Eighty-three percent. Hmm. I'm going to say 91%. 93% Ooh. from the critics. There you go. It was only 10% off. So. And 94% audience, which I think is actually very impressive because I think this film definitely struggles, as a, as John has said, as a uh, enjoyable watch. It, <laughs> there's, not many, there's not many times during this film we're like, God, I'm really enjoying this. And that is to do with the structure. What a weird thing to um, so say. I, do you, I mean, you definitely sit there watching films going, God, I'm enjoying this. Yeah, I do. You know I do. Because when we were in the cinema, yeah. when we used to watch films together. I used to go, this is bloody good, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> or Popcorn like, and M&M's it, flying everywhere. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah, yeah exactly. These are the previews, mate. Settle it. down. <laughs> well, I, well, I love the previews, so don't even get me started on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the let's move on to basically overall thoughts and blueberries on the film. And I think we can actually talk about it in a bit of a better way now because we've discussed some of the stuff already. So yes, starting with the quiz was harsh, but at least it lets us summarize our thoughts better now at the end of the film. I'll kick it off. And I'm going to say that John is, like I said, bang on. It's not an enjoyable watch. And actually, I don't know if you've done this, Gaz, but I have done this. And uh, I didn't for this watch because... Uh, this rewatch, but I have watched on the, um, the chronological the, order the Blu-ray that yeah the chronological order, um, which is is quite a dull film <laughs> when you do that. <laughs> um, but it, it it at least helps you understand the film better because I think this film does require you it it requires you to be making tattoos and notes, uh, you know. On, on yourself to try to remember what the fuck's going on at times because you're like okay right i yeah yeah these numbers here and yeah oh yeah that's how he wrote that if on only that john had got a few oh, tattoos he would have passed the quiz <laughs> exactly and it kind of feels like and i've said this before when we've talked about this guys I, I think this film feels like a student project but it feels like a student project where christopher nolan is the student like so it's the best student in the world of film uh, making Why it. Why do you keep saying Why student? Stu- like that? Student. Yeah, what's going on? What you, do you mean? Student. You keep, what are you saying? Student. Student. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fucking student, isn't it? Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the same question. Back on the market store after this. 
<laughs> two pan, two for a pan. Two, two for a pan. I'm a student at a game. <laughs> um, but no, like Nolan obviously makes this ridiculous concept work. Um, and I'm going to agree with John. Like this doesn't get a five from me because it it's not enjoyable. Like it, it, even rewatching it now, it's kind of a slog. Uh, to get through it however i i love the payoff at the end um and i love the way that we see nolan start to form his uh you know way of storytelling his auteurism his the way that he makes films feel like his and have that emotional sort of uh, you know twist at the end at sometimes and the way he uses time uh is fascinating to me so for me it's a four blueberry film and I I didn't necessarily have a great time watching it again. And it's not a film that I would say, we've got to watch Memento again tonight. You know, <laughs> oh, let's settle into Memento again. We're not right, watching you know that again. I mean? it's just not, right. We're not watching that again. Oh, John is. So, yeah. <laughs> John has to. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, John, I do agree with you that it's not that enjoyable. Now, I've given it a four on that basis because I still respect it. I respect what it's trying to do. What would you give it, sir? Um, uh, I'm going to give it a three, um, which is, uh, uh, I mean, look, if, if we're talking about, um, it's one of those, th- it's one of those films that I wouldn't recommend to, um, to someone if they're like, oh, you know, if you've got a good film for me to watch on a Saturday night that I've not seen, I wouldn't be reaching for Memento or something to go, oh, you, do you know what, you're going to enjoy this. Um, however, if I was running a film class, um, and we were talking about, uh, how to write, uh, a film or, or maybe to kind of, uh, experiment a little bit, learn a little bit about what you enjoy, um, how to hide certain, um, kind of reveals, uh, then I, I'd certainly recommend it to, to a film class because, because I, Look, it's been mentioned numerous times here. This is clearly Nolan getting a feel for his style. And I think um, if you were to pick up something like um, an Inception, you would go, uh, Christopher Nolan excels in writing smart, like fantastical films. This is a smart film. And really the... And it's definitely not a gimmick do, doing it in um, uh, having the the structure or the timeline all over the place. It makes sense for yep. the character. It puts you in the character's um, shoes where you're kind of constantly like, where are we? What's going on? You're trying to piece everything together. So it's really smart in that way. It just doesn't make for being that interesting. And you never want to watch a film and go, okay, I mean, it was all over the place. And then at the end, it was like, okay, yeah, fine. At least with Inception, it's like, much like the Squid Game review, where I was like, I don't really care what the last episode does. It's five blue because I've loved the journey. And it's and, and Inception, you just love the journey. And then the end makes it even better, where it's just like, that is a film where I'd purposely fail the quiz every time to watch it again. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so so that's why I'd score it a, a three because, like, genuinely without any kind of uh, uh, 
you know, me just trying to kick the film. Watching this last night on a Saturday night, I was like, oh, I, can't, I can't wait until this is over. Because uh, <laughs> you, you, you've said the word slog, you know, um, and I, I'd imagine even more so when you've already seen it and you know what's going on. Um, and it's, it definitely feels like one of those where it will be rewarded on certainly a second or a third viewing. Um, it's just not that entertaining in, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, so a three for me. Yep. All right. Well, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, John, to be honest with you, the way you were talking about it and how angry you were after the quiz. I thought he's going to take a blueberry off here for sure. Um, Gaz, what were your, what were your blue, your thoughts? Short or sweet? So the first time I saw this film was probably, um, maybe 2004 it would have been because I think a friend got it for me for my 16th birthday and, um, just out of, out of nowhere, I had Memento, and I don't think I'd even heard of it. Um, and I'm pretty sure I, I loved it that first time I watched it. That could be because of the time as well. And this is a pre-Inception world. This is a pre-Christopher um, Nolan as a as an absolute superstar director kind of world. Um, and so perhaps with that with that context, it was it was it was more. What's the word I'm looking for? Like it was more cutting edge. It was mesmerizing. Well, no, not <laughs> not quite mesmerizing, but sure. Um, but it was it was more horrible. <laughs> alluring. Let's go with that. Yeah. It was a mesmerizing, sexual. alluring sexual experience. Um, which you know, watching it back, like I watched it again a couple of Ooh, years ago. And, um, <laughs> oh, two thousands hair. Mm, um, that reminds me of when I went and got myself a pierce mm. um, at the hairdressers. Um, but I watched it a couple of years ago because I made my wife watch it. And I was like, oh, yeah, this film's great. And it, <laughs> that was a disappointing experience. And I wish I hadn't <laughs> sold it as much as I did <laughs> at that point. <laughs> but she's used to me disappointing her. So uh, yeah. that's yeah. good. Yeah, got there before. Yeah. Yeah. You did, yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. Good, but look, I think Watch it's a really important film, um, if for nothing else but for Christopher Nolan's career, and I think that he is arguably the most. All right, settle down. Arguably the most important director of the last kind of fifteen years. Um, so I, I think that it has a lot of merit for that purpose, and I'm giving it four blueberries as well. I, I just uh, wanted to say before we wrap up talking about this film because i think um it's because we've done it in our own fractured way this podcast we might have missed a few little um little it's not you know little easter eggs that are given to us in these flash frames with his wife and one of them that stri- strikes me is and i don't know if john this would be interesting to see if you connected it on a one-time watch which is you remember he gets that polaroid of him where he's happy and he's pointing to his chest and it's just weird like he looks really weird in it you know you you see a flash frame with his wife where he's lying there and his wife's like lying on his chest and there's a tattoo there um and the tattoo says i've done it um and then obviously his wife overdoses from insulin um that he does you know he kills her essentially um or she kills herself whichever way you want to look at it um and then he gets that tattoo removed Right. So <clears throat> no, 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 I didn't see that. So, no, that no. So, sorry. So he's pointing to his chest. 
Sorry, he doesn't get the tattoo removed. That's just after he's killed the actual John G, who was a accomplice in, you know, creating this horrible world that he lives in. Then he points to his chest and that's where he gets the tattoo. The tattoo, which is, you see when he's with his wife, his wife then kills herself or makes him kill her with the insulin. And he gets rid of the tattoo and creates this false narrative where he has to hunt down John G. And he keeps creating these false narratives with the help of Teddy, even then making Teddy the John, the J, the JG, you know? So <laughs> it's fascinating. It's fascinating it's to John, me. It's all right. Like, yeah, uh, I, I, know, I know it doesn't, if anyone thinks like, oh, this film is quite basic in a way, it, it is, but there is this layer of just basically lying to himself to get through this world, like to just, just exist because he feels so bad about what he's done that he keeps creating this narrative where he has to find John G or James G and kill them so that he has purpose after losing his wife, which is actually very fascinating and uh, a horrible, horrible existence that he has. Um so I just thought yeah. we'd end on that. <laughs> brilliant. Well, right? yeah, fucking hell, brilliant. <laughs> the en- existential dread that was uh, dripping through this podcast yes. has come to a come to the fore. Um, well, one thing I would say, so uh, kind of as an artistic choice, so there's a bit um, where obviously this moron, I forgot his name again. Um, Teddy. So, no, Bert. No, no. <laughs> Sammy Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Jenkins or Jenkins. Hopefully it's Jenkins, because Jenkins is a terrible name. It's, n- it's neither. Um, it's it's Jankis. Jankis, yeah. Oh, Sammy oh. Jankis. Okay. Again, nonsense name. Um, but uh, he's sitting He's sitting in the chair, and he's doing that look, and then they, they obviously stick stick one shot in, and it's um, uh, and it's it's Guy Pearce's character sitting there instead. And then it goes... Uh, but it's kind of like... I was like, why have they done that? Like it's two on the nose, isn't it? Like it's just a weird choice for them. Right at that time, I was kind of well, that was kind of a bit, a bit I think, weird. I think, but this is what we're talking about. I think now, you watching this as someone who has watched films for you know three decades, probably almost four now, and uh, maybe still in your thirties. All in our thirties. All in our thirties. So, um, but yeah, someone like you who's seen the way that Nolan's told stories to this point, maybe back then when we watched it, when we were younger, it wasn't as on the nose, but right now is on the nose. You know, you, you are well tuned to those forms of of storytelling. Like, so fight club does very similar things and that's what like 98. And and I think it works better in that. Um, True. Big, bigger budget, better actors probably. Um, Yeah, I guess so. Someone further down there. It just, exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just fell out of, sorts with the rest of the film it's kind of not needed i guess but yeah, yeah. Anyway. well interesting interesting thought john and that was it that was our can i ask one more question on sorry sorry email. just just to end just to give this a little bit more yeah. oomph so of nolan's films it does is this at the bottom uh no tenet is for me i thought tenet uh which I, is I his latest film I haven't seen tenet a uh, huge disappointment visually quite um stunning overly complicated like it's 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 nolan at his worst he's over complicated the story and it takes a really weird turn half the way through um and, and and me and gaz went to see that and still to this day i sit there thinking about tenet going that was really bad i, I didn't enjoy that film at all 
Like there was not much that I enjoyed. I would about say it. this, um, right? I, I sort of agree with you, Len. And I think I think from memory, I gave I gave Tenet three blueberries. Oh, um, memory and <laughs> Memento. Obviously, I've just given four. If you were to ask me which one I want to watch next, next. I'd watch Tenet. Yes, again. probably say Tenet. Yeah, because you've only seen it once, and uh, yeah, <laughs> it's also it's like five got, times. It's got more going for visually. It's visually. got more going there for it. Enough yeah. kind of cool scenes. But what what I will say about Tenet as well is it is also a slog. Like because you're sitting there having to think about the way the film's put together and time again, but not think about it in a really fun, imaginative way, like Inception or a, or. A, another fun way like interstellar like you have this really sluggish construction or idea uh which gets taken way out of control um so yeah i'd say tenet is is actually considerably worse than this film mm. uh well sure. i so i this haven't wouldn't be bottom of the pile yeah. for me i haven't seen tenet um but but prior to this i, I would say obviously I think I've mentioned this before that I didn't like Interstellar as much as as you two did, but um, but but I would certainly watch Interstellar again over over this. So oh my I, god! I, yeah, sorry, oh. uh, Ella is going absolutely mental in the background there because um, she is a big Memento fan apparently. <laughs> but but I would um, I I would put this as as the worst of of the Nolan films that I've seen, which is not necessarily mm. watch Tet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch, watch Tenet. I'll watch Tenet certainly. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. Oh, well, that's, that's 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 interesting. And if you were to ask me what's my favourite Nolan film, I'd probably say The Prestige or Interstellar. It's, <laughs> I, lo- it's, I it's love. Cool. I love how confident you are for about two seconds every time you say something silly like, yeah, "This is the best TV series yeah. I've seen." Yeah. Hey, the Prestige well, is amazing. Apart Don't even from and go then, there. the yeah. Prestige is excellent, but come on, man. Inception is just Inception for me. Anyway, let us know your thoughts. Uh, thank you for joining us on this very disjointed, very fractured, very um, uh, just crazy alluring. episode of How the Fuck. Alluring, sexual, mesmerizing. Oh, time for the quiz. Of how the fuck have you not seen that? <laughs> and now it's time for the quiz. No, Welcome to the pod. Uh, you've. Ow! Um, but yes welcome to the pod thank you for joining us and uh we'll catch you all the next one we don't know what it will be everyone we're going to reveal it uh maybe on the day we've seen all the films emma and lucy aren't here and we've seen all the films but there is more to come i promise Uh, so stay tuned thank you (laughs) thank you for uh sticking with us uh and we apologize for john's lack of knowledge on the film but to everyone good night hello (laughs) 